Hey guys, welcome back to Light Chats with Allie and Jenny. We are so, so thankful for all of you that tuned in last week for our first ever podcast, The Makings. Uh, If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that one first, and then come and listen to this one, and yeah, we're just really excited to talk about Easter today. Happy Good Good Friday. Friday. It's a good Friday, everyone. It's like The goodest Friday. The bestest Friday ever. And, funny Jenny, but when I was looking through the definition of Good Friday, I thought that it was in the Word, and that's something that actually really stumped me, you guys, because I thought I remembered reading about Good Friday in the Word, and it doesn't say anything about it being like... Like actually Good Friday. It's something that we placed on this day. Of course, they say it's Friday, but it's interesting, you guys, because in the translations, it says different things. What do you mean by that? So we're going to crack into it. So basically, it talks in Mark chapter 15, verse 42. So flip there again to that Bible. And in the NLT version, so again, not just like an ESV or NIV, but in the New Living Translation version, it says this. In verse 42, this all happened on Friday, the day of preparation, the day before the Sabbath, as evening approached. And so they were talking about specifically what was going on is, you know, the resurrection was happening that day um, and they were kind of leading it up to that. But it's interesting because that specific translation says Friday, right? But then, oh, you just wait. It goes into ESV, the English Standard Version, which is a version that I read. You read right, ESV and too, I do right? too. Yeah, and nice. it's actually really good. But it's funny because it's confusing, you guys, because it says something kind of different. So again, in Mark chapter fifteen, verse forty-two, in the ESV version, it says, "And when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath." Nothing about Friday, right? Like you would think Friday would show up. Nothing, you guys, which is crazy. So. I kind of did some research and it says that there's some kind of myths out there that say that maybe it was Thursday night, which was a crucifixion, because that truly would have meant that it would have been three days later that he would have rose. But different translations tell us different things. So whether or not we're celebrating a day earlier or a day late, we're still celebrating and we're still excited to be able to celebrate Jesus' resurrection and the crucifixion, the the weight of the cross and what he's done for us. So either way, it's... it can be kind of confusing with the translations, but we're just really happy that we can celebrate that. And it's a very uh, traditional thing. You see it on your calendar every year, Good Friday, yeah, Easter, and I guess we just really wanted to like tap into the traditional Easter in America and what that looks like because when we were thinking about doing an Easter special, I guess, doing an Easter podcast, we were like, what, what would that look like? And so we just kind of researched Easter a little bit and... When I think Easter, mm-hmm. I think dressing up nice with your family, yeah. going to church uh, together, maybe like having lunch or dinner, an Easter dinner. Do they have like turkey? Yeah. For, or or no, ham. it's ham. Yeah. It's ham. No, you know what? My family did turkey. So it's either turkey or ham. Did you do ham? Uh, I don't think we ever did, like, Easter. We probably did, like, Pizza Hut or something Boo, like that. Boo! What is be that? Pizza! Stuffed <laughs> crust Pizza Hut. Yeah. In our nice dresses. But, uh, yeah. And then yeah. It usually, like, you think eggs. Like, everyone thinks eggs when they think Easter with candy or... For you rich folks out there, money. <laughs> my my family would give us, like, quarters and stuff. It was nice. pretty cool. Um, and then just family time. Like, all the traditional mm. stuff. 
But when you looked up Easter, you found something interesting. Yeah. When it comes to that. Yeah, exactly. So it's funny because I actually felt the the yearning in me to do the research. And I was like, okay, man, like what does American culture say Easter is, right? And so I thought, okay, I'm really going to research this. And so when I searched images of Easter, okay, you guys, on Google, just the word Easter, nothing special. Uh, there was about 400, over 400 pictures, you guys, on the first page, right? So there's several. There's You can keep going, keep going, keep going. There's probably hundreds thousands. of and thousands of yeah. pages. But during the first page, I, I realized that there was about 436 pictures roughly, okay? And only 16 of them, you guys, had anything to do with Jesus. Like She counted. I counted, you guys. It took me a while. And I actually counted, I'm going to admit this, I counted three times <laughs> to make sure I didn't miss anything. Nice. Um, it was painful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so I think for me, seeing that, that there was only 16, you guys, out of roughly 436 pictures of about Easter, had anything to do with Jesus. And that wasn't even the crosses. When I decided to look at the crosses, you guys, and see how many crosses that were on that page, like to resemble the crucifixion and just the light of Christ, there was only 11. And so if you think about that, when I did the math, uh, it was basically roughly about 3%. So only about 3% of images on that first page had anything to do with Jesus, whether that's a verse, uh, it's a church being symbolized or the cross. And I just realized what is going on in American I culture. That, see, when you told me that last night, I was like, First of all, you counted 400. <laughs> you went through and counted all that. Dedication, baby. But also, yeah, that's kind of really sad that the whole... Because what else came up exactly? Like, what else other than yeah. the 16 crosses did you see? Yeah, so, I mean, regarding everything else besides the crosses, it was just eggs and bunnies. So literally eggs, bunnies, and chocolate and food. And actually the majority, you guys, was just bunnies. And I'm like, why are these bunnies here? Like, okay, they're cute and fluffy, like Peter Cottontail, yay. But like, get them out of here. Like, I just don't understand why that whole page, you guys, is flooded of these images. Where do they come from? Why do we... Why you would think, you know, in general, that there would be more about Jesus on that page because it is historical. I mean, it did happen. Yeah. So you think there would be more. But it's interesting that our culture says that it is about the eggs and it is about the bunny and it is about those things more than Jesus. And like when we first were talking about this, we were like, we're not saying that doing those things is bad. Yeah. Like going to church on Easter is bad or doing things as a family, Easter egg hunts. Like you're not going to tell a little kid like, no, this is the death and resurrection of Jesus. Like give me that egg. Like traditions in of themselves are not bad, but it's when tradition becomes more than, or the weight of tradition becomes heavier than the weight of what was actually done. Yeah. And I guess our salvation in a sense, like that's just where it kind of mm -hmm. confuses me because I'll admit I was that goes to Easter service and Christmas and maybe Thanksgiving <laughs> and, uh, that was like all I was going to church. <laughs> so, yeah. and I actually looked it up. Easter services in like the attendance in churches double on the Easter service 
every year, I'm pretty sure, like, the average church attendance will double on mm. Easter. Like, what is that all about? Yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I think it's definitely unfortunate, because I was also the same way, Jenny. So Jenny and I, like, laugh about it, but we're like, that was us, you know? And so there's no shame if that is you. We're, tr- we're not trying to place any shame, right, or that guilt. We're just simply saying that we've been there as well, and that was how I was raised with my family. It's like we, every, every holiday we went, right. We made sure we were there. Um, other days, not so much, but those days of the year, Christmas, right. Easter, things like that, Thanksgiving, you know, just anything that we could, we made sure we were there to celebrate. And I think that takes away from what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And, and it almost, it almost felt like an obligation Yeah, for me personally of like, okay, cool. Now I have to put on a dress and put on a smiling face and yeah. pretend like mm-hmm. we weren't just arguing in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, pretend like we mm-hmm. didn't just, like, I, I didn't just mm-hmm. skip church for the past six months mm-hmm. just to come to Easter. And it's just so crazy because now mm-hmm. I, like, I attend church weekly. I just, like, do all these things that I'm like, how, why personally did I ever think that just going to Easter was, like, enough? Mm-hmm. <laughs> In just my own personal opinion, like like we're saying, we're not here to like condemn you if you go to an Easter service this year. Please go to an Easter yeah, service this yeah. year. Like you need that. We all need that. But I just found that really interesting. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, I agree. And I think that's something too that I was realizing is that I agree with that, that I, w- I remember I would go and I would feel like, why am I back here again after you know, a year of not going. And again, I, you guys, I felt nervous. Like I remember specifically feeling like these people are probably going to be the same people that I see like I did last year. And they're probably going to see me again and be like, what is this girl and her family doing only a year later? Like, I felt like I would be judged. I really did. And so I know a lot of you that are listening probably feel that way as well, that if you're not going regularly, you're probably feeling like, man, that's why I don't go because I feel judged. And, and, you know, and that's not what a church should do to you. A church shouldn't make you feel that judgment. We're not the ones that judge. Jesus Christ judges. And so we're not here to, to say that specifically to say shame or guilt or judgment. We're saying, hey, there's more offered to you than, than you know. And so because there's more to Easter than you know, there's more to Easter than you know. And then to also actually be a person who celebrates that and says, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take these three days and, or this whole week or this whole month or whatever that looks like to really reflect on what Jesus did. That's beautiful. And I think that that is really rare. I think in a lot of ways in American culture, it sure as heck isn't common. And so we're just saying we have to fight that culture that's telling us, okay, we're going to, we're going to dress up. We're going to do all this. We're going to have Easter pretend, take pictures and pretend like we're all perfect. And, you know, pretend like we all go, always go to church and then we're all good. And it's like, we're messy people. We're not always going to, you know, have it all together. And I think that that's so oftentimes those pictures, it's just so not what's really going on. And so we just want to let you know, you can be real on that. Like if you're going to church and it's your once a year, be real on that. Like don't, you know, don't try to set that down or don't try to hide that. It's like, that's where you're at, but there's more waiting for you. And I kind of like when we were brainstorming this, I was like, Easter kind of is like the new year's resolution of Mm -hmm. Christianity, I guess. Um, for me too, like whenever, whenever I talk about these things, I'm also talking about myself, not just other people Mm -hmm. of the, Oh, let's go to the Easter service. And then you get that really high, high of like, (laughs) yeah, God is great. Like he sent a son to die for me. Like, Mm -hmm. woohoo, let's go. And then maybe you go the next week and then maybe you miss a week, but you go, Oh man, like, And that actually kind of felt really good. I'm going to go again. It's very similar to New Year's resolutions of like, I'm going to go to the the gym. Like, (laughs) 
not me, but other people. I'm going to go to the gym. Uh, and then you go for a little bit and then you just start falling out because yeah. the, the heart behind it just isn't there. Yeah. And I just think that's crazy because that was me. I was like, going to Easter is going to secure like my faith and it never did. <laughs> yeah, no, dang. And I feel like it's funny, Jenny, because I actually remember this one specific moment that popped up in my head where uh, my family and I, like I said, we would go to this one church and we went, you guys, for about 10 to 12 years. Like, but it was only a few times a year, right? So every time mm. we would go, it would, we would see the same people, we'd shake their hand, but we'd never really talk. And I remember one specific year, I think I was probably five or six years ago, I remember I went to this church, walked right up to a pastor, I had no idea his name, and I bawled. And I just told him, I was like, hey, we've been coming here my whole entire life, I don't know you, why don't I know you? And I just started bawling on him. Like literally, my tear, I think, like fell on his arm. And <laughs> cute, <laughs> adorable. Um, you know, that salty cheer. Gotta love it. And I, li I literally felt that the weight, you guys, of just feeling like, man, this isn't right. Like, like the Holy Spirit was revealing to me, there's more for you. I don't want this for you. Like, I don't want just one time for you. Like you deserve mm -hmm. a community. You deserve support and love and guidance and you deserve me, more of me. And so deserve him every day, yeah. every single day. Yeah. And that's because you guys are probably like, Easter every day. What does that even mean? Hmm. Like, what does that title mean? And honestly, if I looked at it, I'd be like, no, Easter once a year. Yeah. But when you really dig down into Easter every day, what do you think that means to you, Allie? Because hmm. we've discussed it, and I thought it was really brilliant, to be honest, the idea of Easter every day and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So Easter every day. Man, I think a lot of ways me probably about five, six years ago would say no, like you were saying, like I would be like, nope, once a year, it's not supposed to be every day, which is crazy because if you think about it, it should be friends. Like the, the crucifixion of Jesus, like it has conquered all death. Like it has conquered all sin. And so it really is a daily thing. It's a daily freedom that's waiting for you if you so choose. And so I think regarding Easter every day, you know, for me, I think that's a lot of reflecting on the gospel. And when I was in college, I had some really, really, really great best friends uh, specifically that told me a lot about how they decided to wake up in the morning and basically share the gospel with themselves each morning. And they would say, you know, Allie, it's really, really important to wake up and just to share the gospel and to tell yourself the gospel. And I remember being like, but I don't want to do that every day. Like, why would you do that every day? You're like, I know the gospel. Right. Like, why don't, what? Why are the preach it to myself? I'm confused. And it was funny, you guys, because when I actually started doing it, and becoming in the habit of doing it, I felt freedom reign. I did because I started realizing it's not about me. It's not about what I have all the time going on or what I think should be going on or what I want in life or how I saw my life going. It literally is about the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. Like, and mm -hmm. he conquered it once and for all, bam, like my sin is taken care of. Like he's already paid the price. So I don't have to keep on trying to fix things on my own or be my own savior or think that I have it covered. And so really, you guys, even on days where I don't want to, I try to often, very, very often, almost daily, I, I try to, to really tell myself, okay, it really is about him and what he's done for you. And it's true. Like it's historically proven. Like it's a fact he died and he rose for you. And sometimes I don't feel it. You guys, sometimes I really don't feel the weight of it certain days, but I'm telling you that habit of telling myself it has really changed my life. Mm -hmm. And like, 
for me, it's such a, like, it's a traditional thing and, like, the cliche thing of, like, he is risen! He is risen indeed! Like, that's just something that I hear only around Easter, too, mm-hmm. is, like, oh, he is risen. But when I sit and I think about it, I'm, like, that's my Easter every day is, yeah. like, he is risen every day. There's not a day that goes by that he is not risen. And I have just been trying to... uh just remember that and remember who he is and uh, how good he is and how thankful I am for him. And I even for a little while was writing up sticky notes every morning of mm-hmm. things that I was thankful for to just remember that he he provides. He is Jaira. He does provide. Mm-hmm. He is Lord who provides and he is risen. And that is a daily thing and Easter should be celebrated daily, every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I also want to mention this, you guys, that if you do not have a current church that you're plugged into or that those role models that you are currently living life alongside, that's okay to ask someone in that church or to go to a church and pray about where you should go. And just honestly, you guys try out some place. I think right now, some of you that are listening are like praying for a sign that God would lead you to a specific church. And I think you should just go. I really do. I'm a big believer in that. Just go try it out. Try out a Christian church that you think would be good. Read about it. Read about their website. Like kind of read about what they believe their doctrine, things like that. And then just go and try it out. And if you feel like that's a place you want to be and you feel like the Lord is, is, you know, putting you there and you feel like you agree with all those things too, that, um, you know, to go up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm new. I haven't been here before. I don't know what it's like to be in community. Would you please show me what to do or show me who I can get in touch with that would be a mentor to me or disciple me or something like that? Like that, you guys, it's so uncommon. And I'm telling you, when I did that to that pastor in my church, it changed everything. He got me connected to that person in like 3.2 seconds and was like, okay, here's this person and she's crying. I don't know what to do with her. Take her, you know? And so, and I bawled all over that person too. Um, and so, you know, I think salty tears, the salty tears of the ocean. Gotta love it. Uh, you know, and you guys, it was instant. It was an instant change because I had gotten fed up. And I think some of you that are listening are fed up uh, and you're fed up with just sitting in that and you don't have to. And so I think some of you, like I said, are praying for that sign. This is your sign. (laughs) Go do it. Trust me. You'll feel much better when you put yourself out there. Sure. It's awkward. Sure. It's not comfortable, but when is life comfortable? Like it's so worth, there's so much of a reward waiting for you if you take a leap of faith there. And so let's say they take that leap of faith and they start going to a church, start getting connected. Um, It's still hard Mm -hmm. to take up your cross daily and to celebrate Easter every day. (laughs) Um, But you were looking into some meaningful ways to do that. Yeah. Uh, What, what came up in your research for that? Because you've told me some interesting things that I'm actually really excited about and I'd love for them to hear it too and maybe even do some of them as Easter approaches. Yeah, yeah. So when I looked up the meaningful ways to celebrate, first of all, you guys, shout out to this person. It's God-Centered Mom and she is a blogger. Shout out to her. I have no idea what her name is, you guys, but I just literally simply Googled meaningful Christian ways to celebrate Easter and you would be surprised when you add in the word Christian, how many beautiful things come up on Google. Like it's not all bad, everyone. Like there's some good stuff out there. There's some good resources, even though a lot of it was bunnies and eggs. Uh, there's also good things. So basically uh, this, this YouTuber slash blogger, I think she's a blogger specifically, but she uh, has this idea um, that she posted. And so I found it by this other blogger who also did it with her family. But she said this the night before Easter Sunday, 
she writes the sins, her and her family. So they do this as a family, right? You can do this with friends, your roommates, things like that. It doesn't have to just be. Wait, we're yeah. roommates. <gasps> so should we do it? Let's do okay, it. Okay, we're doing Wait, it. what are we doing? I don't know. You'll have to find out. Okay. Um, but we will, the night before Easter Sunday, and you can do this on Resurrection Friday too. Like it doesn't have to just be the night before. Uh, but I think this would be really special to write your sins on a piece of paper. Yes, getting vulnerable, folks. Okay. I know it's scary to write those sins out there, especially your deepest, darkest sins. <laughs> Might be scary. But maybe tell your parents what they are first. <laughs> right. Before they like go to look at the, oh, right. uh, Johnny's Ooh. doing what? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. No. So maybe, you know, keep them informed with that one. But you write your sins out, okay, on a piece of paper. And then you place them in this basket. Can look what I, like whatever you want it to. And then uh, you put a drop of vinegar. This is an interesting part. Drop of vinegar on your tongue. Gross. I know. <laughs> but it gets better. To remind each other of the bitterness of sin and to thank Jesus because sin is grody. No, I was going to say, I could see us like, let's put a drop of vinegar on each other's tongues. Boom. Pour the whole <laughs> bottle in your mouth. Take that, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to compare uh, sin? Let's compare. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but. so maybe don't do that. It's supposed to be kind of more loving and peaceful than okay. that. But yeah, we, um, that. we have a good idea. But... Just to kind of remind yourself of the bitterness of sin, which is wild, you guys. Like, this is such a cool idea. And then to thank Jesus about it. And then you take communion together as a family. So you just can break the bread, whatever that looks like, little chips or whatever, and some wine or juice. Doesn't have to be wine. And then they sing. So then they sing a song, a couple hymns together or songs, whatever. And then they bury the basket with a blanket to represent burial, like the burial of sin. And then the next morning, on Sunday to Easter, the basket, all the sins are taken out and they're replaced with little gifts. And so the gifts doesn't have to be like elaborate diamonds. They can be what, Jenny? Um, maybe like devotional books yeah. or uh, some worship CDs mm -hmm. or just something like that. And we were even thinking of just buying each other little gifts of like, this reminds me of you or this yeah. reminds me of like the light of Jesus in you mm -hmm. sort of thing, which I think would be really fun. Uh but yeah, it's not like it's Christmas, like so you don't have to buy them a car or any like an electric guitar, <laughs> brand or anything new car. Like that. But yeah, just little gifts to remind us of the gift that Christ gave us. Yeah, yeah, that's super good, Jenny. And you know, I think too. Look, I said when I looked this up, you guys, I thought, why have I never looked this up before? Like, why have I never even thought about this? And again, it's because seeing all the eggs, I got fed up, right? And I did some research and that's exactly what's provided for you is there's all these things out there. Yes, some of them are just saying, oh man, what a bummer, you know, that we see eggs and bunnies and food more than we see Jesus on the internet. But again, we live in a broken world. I mean, that's just kind of what we expect in this broken world is it's not going to look just like Jesus. So, But it's nice to see that yeah. some of the other articles are more like proactive not just like yeah. oh let's just get mad at society for yeah. doing this traditional stuff for the past 2000 years it's like no like what can we proactively do yeah. in our daily life or even on easter to remind us of christ's love and his death and resurrection mm, so good jenny and that like i think that like i said that reminds me that the internet like in itself we're not saying it's like evil or tainted or like <laughs> it, although it can be right but just saying that there's also some good things out there so we encourage you to research and to really put in the time to say okay if you're tired of those celebration those traditional just celebration of easter and eggs and again those things are okay that's fun to do especially for kids in general but if that's outweighed 
you know, the, the price or the, the reflection, the imperfection perf- of Jesus, then you miss it. Then you miss the point. And then it really, Easter comes and goes like it does every year. And you forget about the beautiful savior that saved you. And so uh, another one that was really cool, which I really liked is the, and this is super cool, you guys. It's a, actually, it's a 30 day, like gospel Babel, Bible based curriculum um, by the Expectant Easter. So it's called Expectant Easter by Treehouse Schoolhouse. So it's actually a homeschool curriculum, you guys, that is primarily for like homeschooled children, but it can be for anyone. And it's 30 days leading up to Easter. And it's a, like I said, a gospel based curriculum. And it has like cooking and poems and activities and all these things centered around Jesus for your family leading up till Easter. So it's like each day you do something new and then like you'll read a reverse or you'll like reflect on coloring or you'll plant something or you'll make something and it'll remind you of Jesus and the price he paid for you. So I was like, wow, how creative is that? And how fun is that? Like we could easily search that and do something like that. And that would probably be better than uh, putting vinegar on your child's (laughs) tongue. Like you might, that might be in a, some, if you have kids or younger siblings, that would probably be something more fun. Like the cooking and the drawing and stuff. The God-centered mom is more for like people our age or a little bit older who just want to really hone in and remember like the bitterness of sin and remember the burial and the free gift that he gave us Mm -hmm. and everything so there's like two options for whether you have kids or whether you're our age or a little bit older yeah and that's what's so cool about it too and it's being to to look into that and whether that's bible studies or going on walks with your family or picking flowers you guys and just helping others right just spending your time helping others too which is really awesome so there's other ways and we encourage you to to look about that but jenny what is our prayer this week for our people? For our people. Yes. I like that. Um, <laughs> our prayer is that you would find a way to remind yourself of the good news, the gospel, mm-hmm. what Jesus did for us, Easter, all of those things, that you would find um, a way to remind yourself daily um, about that and to let it change you and shape you and encourage you and not to just stay stagnant in that and be like, oh, okay, cool. I know the gospel. Yeah. Awesome. But to actually go and share it with people and, yeah. uh, but also not forget the weight of that yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, Jenny. And I think that's something too, like that we're saying is you can feel Easter daily. You guys, you can feel the weight of Easter daily. Sure. It doesn't have to be this big egg celebration or whatever, like every day, but just saying like, wow, I woke up today. There's breath in my lungs. There's a reason why I'm here. The Lord is good to me. Mm-hmm. Even despite the trials or all the stuff I've been through that I can feel like Easter every day, that it's not just one day a year, you guys. And we really wanted to hone in on that, that we felt like the Holy Spirit was really telling us that, you know, Easter is more than just one day. Like what I've done for you, it's eternity. It lasts a lifetime. And so we really, really felt that the Lord was trying trying to give us that message for you guys. And we're really excited that we're going to be able to, to also walk in that. Like we're telling you this, but we're walking in it too, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're on the same page of like, okay, what can we do to think about Easter daily? What can we do to think about the weight of the gospel daily? Well, Jenny and I are doing it too. And it's not always easy. And like, we have moments where we're like, man, today was tough. And we don't want to read our Bibles at all. Like never. <laughs> we're I perfect. Would, I would never. No. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely struggle with Specifically that. tonight. What? what? Who said that? Yeah. And so where's my Bible? (laughs) (laughs) 
And so we feel that and we're right there alongside you. So again, no shame, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Don't. Amen. Can I get an amen? Uh, whoop, whoop. So therefore, no shame for you, right? And and if you're not connected, like I said, to a church or uh, basically having a mentor or things like that, this is the time, right? The time is now to get connected, you know, take that step. Even if it's scary, we're doing it. It's scary. It's uncomfortable, but there's a, there's a big reward there. So we love you guys. And thank yeah. you so much for listening. Yes. Uh, tune in next week for our next podcast uh, to be announced. I'm not <laughs> sure what it is yet, but TBA. Uh, we just wanted to say God bless and go be the light, everyone. Happy Good Friday. Happy Good Friday.